Not just cheese and chocolate, a Swinglish podcast about books and other stuff I like. Hi, I am Krista from Switzerland. And this is the first episode of my podcast. All music used in this podcast is provided by my husband, Rolf. You can contact me via the podcast blog at notjustcheeseandchocolate.wordpress.com where you also find the episode notes and information on all the books I mention. At the end of this episode, we have a special guest. Diane from our English book club will tell two sweet and funny stories about some very special cats in her life. In today's episode I want to talk about cats. I love cats. I find them fascinating creatures, very interesting. Even as a child when I was not yet allowed to have my own pet cat, I would follow the cats on the on my uncle's farm around and write down what I saw. I would name them and do scientific studies <laughs> on their behavior and have a little booklet where I noted it all down together with my cousins, of course. They were also very into the cats. Later, I have my, my own cat. I'm now on my third cat because they don't live all that long. Or my first two cats, at least, they died when they were nine years old of natural causes. I have now uh, Ariel, my tomcat, who is 15 years old. It's the oldest cat I've ever had. And I'm super proud that we got to keep him this long. And I like cats as pets because they stay with you out of their own free will. At least that's true for cats that can go outside. Because if, as it has happened to a friend of mine, the cat prefers other people to you, she might move. A cat can move out and choose other owners. A dog or a horse can't do that because you have to keep them on a leash or in a stable. A cat that goes outside can choose different owners and can leave you. So I'm always honored that Ariel has never left me and is always there every morning waiting for his food. Uh, cats are also great pets because they will tell you what they need. I'm the person whose plants die because I forget to water them. And as sad as this is, I, I just can't with beings that won't tell me what they need and cats do that if you've ever had a cat you know you won't forget to feed them or to pet them they'll tell you exactly what they need right now i've always loved cats i, I also always loved reading about cats so because this is mostly a book podcast we'll talk about some of the books i've read most of them are pretty old they might no longer be available. 
also I haven't read them for years. I can't guarantee that they've aged well. So I, I'll just talk about them, those books, how I remember them and why I loved them. First of all, there are books by Paul, Paul Gallico. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think he's a British author and I've read several books by him. He has also written uh, a non-fiction book, The Silent Meow, uh, where a cat explains cat behavior to humans. <laughs> I loved that book. It's, it's very interesting to see the world from inside a cat's head. And that's something that he also does in his fiction books. The first one and the, the best known one is Meine Freundin Jenny. I have to check how the English title was in my edition there is no English title so it would probably be something along my friend Jenny it's about a boy who has an accident a car accident and is in a coma and while he is in a coma in an alternative world he has changed into being a cat he's a tomcat and he has no idea how to go on as a cat. At first he can't even drink properly. So he meets Jenny, an adorable street cat, who takes him under her wing and teaches him how to be a cat. They have many adventures and I loved that book. The, the bad thing about the book, and it already annoyed me at the time, so it's not something that has happened with with me getting older, it really annoyed me at the time when I read it. For the book to end, the boy as a cat has to die. And I found that unacceptable because he leaves Jenny behind. Also, what was a bit strange is that as a cat, he's an adult. He's a young cat, but he's an adult cat. So there is an aspect of romantic love with Jenny, which of course, isn't true for the boy when he's in his human body because he's a small boy. So if you can overlook those two aspects, I do recommend the book because it was lovely seeing a human boy being taught by a street cat how to be a cat. Also, it's a very lovely friendship and love story. But, spoiler for the ending, it's not happy. At least for Jenny it isn't because she's left in her world while he goes back to his human body and gets a kitten and forgets all about her. The other book that in my memory is the better one, but I have not read it for years, so be careful, is Thomasina. This is about the cat that after a near-death experience is reborn as an Egyptian goddess, or at least the cat thinks she's an Egyptian goddess, and that the lady who found her and keeps her in the forest in a small hut is her priestess. As the reader, you also follow along uh, the story of the former owner of Thomasina the cat, a small girl who has lost her mother and no longer talks to her dad, who is a veterinary, and their relationship is, is troubled. And later in the story, the veterinary and 
the lady who takes care of the cat now, the lady in the forest, they meet, they fall in love and everything ends well. Thomasina also suddenly remembers her former life as a normal house cat living with that family. I found it so funny to be in her head and being a goddess and wanting to be worshipped and that's something so cat-like that I feel that many cats have this attitude towards humans. I really loved that book. Also, there's a love story and a happy ending, so what's not to like? Then there's a French book. I don't think this has ever been translated to English or even to German, so I read it in French. It wasn't easy to read because my French is better spoken than written. I don't really like to read French except for comic books. I will read French comic books. That's easier because of the pictures. But this book was so good that I want to read it again someday. It's called in French Pour l'amour de Finette and the author has an Italian name. So maybe the book, no, I think it's a French book. It's not Italian. The author is called Remo Forlani. And the title once again is Pour l'amour de Finette, For the love of Finette. And it's about a, a housemaid in Paris when World War II was going on and France lost against the Germans and everybody is fleeing Paris. And people leave, leave their pets and they leave their servants in their houses while the Germans are coming. And it's the story of, of one such servant, a housemaid, and she finds a cat that has also been left behind by its family and they bond and have many, many adventures throughout the time that the Germans were in Paris. So it's a historical book. I think it's very realistically told. I don't know if the love story between that young woman and her cat is realistic. I loved to read it because there is no exception. That young woman will take care of her cat, whatever it takes. She doesn't make compromises. And I really love that, especially uh, with the background that many other people, because of the war, left their pets behind or had them killed because they didn't want to take care of them anymore because of the war, which is understandable, but still. So the tragedy of the pets in Paris, I imagine is realistic. I think those things really happened. And this book is so very hopeful because it shows that some people stay true to their ideals, even through hardship. And I, I really loved reading about that. It's a very hopeful, a very beautiful book. Then there is Terry Pratchett. He has some amazing cats and one book is even called The Amazing Maurice and His Educated Rodents. This is a children's book by Terry Pratchett. It is taking place on the Discworld, the same place where he has written his many, many novels. But this one is especially written for children. 
Uh, it is loosely based on the story of the rat catcher of Hameln, but it's, it's making the rats the heroes. That's how I can best express it. So the amazing Maurice is a cat and he's traveling around the countryside with his rat friends and they will play at investing a village and then they have a boy with them who plays the flute and they will make the rats disappear for money. So it's, it's a con. They're doing a con on people of those villages, trying to earn money by making them believe that the village is rat infested and then saving them from the rats. Uh, Maurice is a very intelligent, talkative cat uh, with a troubled backstory. I love Maurice. Also, there is a, an evil thing in the end that he has to fight. So the book is also an adventure book, a fantasy novel. And I can only recommend it. Please read it. And I know Terry Pratchett has aged well, so there's no danger that someone would not like that book today. Another book with an amazing cat by Terry Pratchett is Witches Abroad. That was my first Discworld novel I ever read. At the time, my English was less good than it is now. So I didn't understand all of the book and I still read on because it was a fascinating story of two witches, three witches, sorry, I forgot the third one, traveling through different countries while fighting an evil witch. And it's based on several fairy tales that I love and has a very strong moral core to it as a story, as many of Terry Pratchett's book, books have. And they take the cat Grebo along. And Grebo is a tomcat that is just unbelievably strong as a character. He's, he's a fighter. He's so dangerous that wolves try to climb trees when he comes along. All the cats are inbred in the region where he lives because no other tomcat has a chance with the ladies, of course, because Grebo is there. Grebo has a very important role to play in the end of the book. The witches go against their own code and change him into a human being for a short while because he's Grebo. He can take it. He hates the time as a human being and is very happy when he's turned back into a cat after a while. So this was my episode on cats. I hope you enjoyed listening to it and I would love to hear your own cat stories and book recommendations about cats. And now, as promised before the end of this episode, Diane will tell us cat stories. This is Diane, one of the English Book Club members with my lovely speaking friend, Krista. And I have not read many cat books, 
So although I'm in the book club, and I would like to read some of the books that she's talked about, but I am going to talk about some unusual cat experiences. I was once married to a man who was studying in law school, and he spent long days reading books. And one day I came home and he announced that he wanted a cat. The next time I came home, we had two cats. And I was not overly convinced at the beginning, but they quickly won over my heart. And my husband was so happy to have this company at home. He spent quite a bit of time with the cats, I think. And with time, we are proud to say that our cats went on walks with us. And we lived on a suburb. And so after dinner, when I came home, um, and it was still nice outside, we would open the front door, and he had a dog whistle. And when he opened the front door and whistled, the cats knew we were going for a walk. And no, they did not walk like dogs, but they would stay fairly close, but they would go on the lawn and meander around. But if he um, whistled, they more or less came, and they never crossed a street corner by themselves. My brother had a cat, and the cat seemed to think that he was a dog. He was a little rescue cat, and actually his partner had gotten the, the cat, but from the beginning with my brother Robert, it seemed to be Lovett's first sight with Spike. So Spike would always come as soon as he heard my brother's car pull up, and they had to rough house and run around the house a little bit together. And in the morning, if Robert wasn't quick enough to play with Spike, Spike would get up on uh, a massage table and my brother was a therapist and he would a little bit scratch on the massage table which was a big no-no and so he would do that until Robert came up to him and then he would encourage Robert to chase him around the house and they would run and run and the cat didn't stop until all the scattered rugs in the house were all over the place and they both had to catch their breath a little bit. Yes, that was Spike. Spike also did a couple tricks. Spike would play airplane. Airplane, he would say, and my brother would hold out his arms and Spike would jump into his arms and hold his legs straight and my brother would go meow, meow, and move Spike around as if he were plane and Spike kept his face forward and his little legs straight until the game was over and they were both very amused and so were the guests who got to see that. Spike also liked to go wherever Robert went and once to Robert's big surprise Spike was on the roof with him. <laughs> he has no idea how he got there but he was very impressed that Spike could do that and just stayed as long as Robert stayed. Robert come up a different way on the ladder. He wasn't so sure how Spike got up there, but um, when he got down, Spike was waiting for him at the end of the ladder. He was a very true companion. And they had many happy years, even sailing on a boat together. True story. 
Spike was not a fan of the water, but as long as he didn't have to get wet, he was completely happy being on the boat. So, those are some stories. Um, not written stories. I don't have any of those. But if I find a good one, I will be glad to share it. From one book club member to another, all the best to all cat lovers. Goodbye.